Hey, you found us. I'm Pam. And I'm Antoinette. And we're here to create a space for our listeners to hear about our journey through life as 20-something and 30-something-year-olds living in this crazy world. This is a place where you can expect to hear about dating, spirituality, coping during a pandemic, self-care, and really anything else you want to hear about. Follow us on Instagram at empathyandcoffee.podcast and let us know what you want to hear on future episodes. Okay, cool. So, hello, hello. We are very new at this. Um, (laughs) So new. So, so, uh, before we start, I guess we should give them just kind of a backstory about us and why we're doing this and, um, yeah, and, like, how you and I, like, why you and I, right? Um, So, yeah, so to give some backstory about ourselves, I'm Antoinette. I'm a 30-something, 30-something woman working in tech, Um, and over the last six years, I've been on this spiritual and self-awareness journey. I am a certified Reiki practitioner, tarot intuitive, and I'm all about self-awareness, growth, and most importantly, just living and learning life through trial and error. And that's amazing what an intro like how am I gonna top that no I'm just kidding um (laughs) so just to kind of give you guys a little backstory about Antoinette and I uh, we actually got hired uh, for the same company over eight years ago and we've been besties ever since um and just to kind of give you a little insight about me I'm a 20 something um you're a woman working in real estate and tech um primarily in the HR field um and I'm a strong believer of the Lord and i and I'm just honestly here to just, you know, use this podcast as like an outlet and to connect with you all. Um, I'm all about woman empowerment. Um, and lifting everybody up, everyone that I meet in my path mm-hmm. and, and and now uh, my listeners. So thank you guys for joining us. Cool. Alrighty. Um, so again, this is our very first podcast. Um, we actually wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about dating. The one thing that, Ooh. you know this is just going to be, you know, very open and honest. And we're probably going to talk about this quite a few times, even when we start bringing on our our guests in the future. But um, I'm actually going to have Antoinette kind of share a little bit about, you know, herself and kind of where she's at and and the dating scene. And um, yeah, I'll kind of have her kick it off. Thanks. So can I just say, um, going into this first episode after attempting to record like a thousand other times, um, (laughs) I decided to to keep it open format. So I actually didn't know that uh, we were going to be talking about dating today. Um, It's one of my favorite topics to talk about, um, especially, you know, being in my thirties or just being someone who's attempting to date or find love as a millennial um, and in the middle of a pandemic. Right. Um, so yeah, so one of my favorite topics to talk about, I think where we could start, you know, is kind of like what everyone's already familiar with, but I always like to share my stories and I always like to get the opinions of other people around, um, something that I used to hold very near and dear to my heart, but I've recently stopped using them. Pam, you know, I'm about to say <laughs> dating, dating apps. Yeah. 
right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like dating apps, I think, you know, right now um, is probably like the primary, the primary way of how I feel most people are trying to connect. Right. And I know I've, I've, you know, I will admit I have had a few great things come out of dating apps and I've also had a lot of not so great things come out of dating apps. <laughs> but um, before I dive in, I'm curious to, you know, from, from your perspective, Pam, because you're in a relationship, you've been in one for a while mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's Almost a great guy. Years, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's a really cool dude. Um, but I'm curious to see like, from someone who is, you know, not single, and I don't believe you were ever, like, in, like, deeply into dating apps, right? I, I know you kind of mm-hmm. trickled here and there, but, like, it wasn't for you. Um, what is your, I guess, like, perception of them in terms of how people are using it, in terms of the stories that I've told you, in terms of, you know, how you feel about them? Mm-hmm. Honestly, I have mixed feelings about it. You know, like I am a strong believer of like, you know, there's somebody for everyone out there, right? It's the matter of like how you find them is is that's a part of your story, right? So how I really view, you know, dating apps, there's that side that I feel like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna say it. There's kind of people on there that want to just entertain you know what I'm saying like they're not trying to look for anything more you know like they're trying to, we, I don't know we call them fuck boys yeah that's little thing that's they're calling Wait, guys you now say entertain or, <laughs> or just are, like, are you saying that like people are on there just to like for like casual sex kind of thing or just because yes now, not everybody yeah. so somebody um I want to make that very clear um and you know that that's one side that's a negative side of it right um the positive side of it is you know yeah I I know people that have met you know their person like off the day and that and and the relationship is great right and then there's people that have you know met people on there and it just like didn't turn out great so honestly from my own opinion I believe in organic finding your person organically. Um, and, and to me, Ooh, that, that means, word. yeah, organic. Right. And, and to me, that means, you know, that means find someone like at the grocery store down and like, I don't know, whatever. Right. Just, you know, or meet them through a mutual friend or whatever, you know, um, I can honestly say that I like that better because at least from my personal experience with dating apps and maybe it's just me, like I, I'm not, I feel like, I'm a little bit more open in person, you know, when I meet somebody in person, you kind of just, that your energy just vibe and it connects and it just shoots from there versus like, you don't get to see them first. It's about talking and, you know, and I don't know. And maybe it's because I am somewhat of a introvert at times. I like, I don't want to be the first one, you know, and I'm sure like Bumble, for example, the, the females have to reach out first. That was a problem for me. I just couldn't do it. Like, what do I even say? Right. Um, I don't know, but that that's just me. It's dating apps. I just feel that are they necessary? Yeah. In some ways, yeah, they can be. Um are they for everyone? No. That's a really good point. Yeah. So <laughs> are they necessary? Yes. Hell no. <laughs> um so okay, so I we'll talk about, you know, kind of how I see it. Um, I've been using dating apps 
um, for the last three years. Um, and I, you know, I'm not going to lie. When I, when I first uh, started using dating apps, I just got out of a like five year relationship. So <laughs> dating apps was like a whole new world. Like I literally felt like I was like a baby walking into just like a whole new world of like how to meet people. Right. Because mm-hmm. I was in a relationship from like 20, like 13 to 20, like 18 or something. So during those five years, that's when dating apps blew up. Right. Mm-hmm. And so like, I, like it, it was, it opened up my world and I felt like I was like so innocent, you know, thinking that I'm going to find, and you know, I mean, it's not impossible. So I'm not saying that, but I like went in thinking that I'm going to, you know, meet people as though I would meet them in like in real life, you know? Yeah. And so like, it was such a valuable lesson for me because I really learned about the word intention <laughs> mm-hmm. and how important it is to like state intentions, um, not only, and, and not only state them, but to also ask for them. Right. Um, so yeah, I've during, you know, the last three years or so that I've been on dating apps, I will be really honest. I like witnessed my like first one night stand off of that. Uh, and that made me realize that I am not a casual person. Like that's <laughs> not me. That that's not, you know, I guess it's not what I value. It's not how I was raised. Um, and yeah. And so over the last couple of years, I've kind of been on and off of them. Um, nothing really fruitful, I would say, has came out of them. Um, usually what happens, and I, I, I've talked to friends about this, and I've talked to, you know, just like, like on Reddit, I've like read Reddit forums and whatnot. So I'm so happy to know that I'm not the only one that's going through this. But usually what the trend is nowadays is like, you basically swipe right for someone because like on Tinder and Bumble, you like swipe, right? So you like swipe and you usually swipe because like they're attractive, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so you swipe for someone and you like maybe say hi and you talk about, you know, all the things where you grew up, what high school you went to, what year did you graduate? What do you go to college for? Where do you work? You like start that foundation. And then eventually it hits a point where like, either they stop responding or you stop responding. And that has become so normalized. And I think the term for that is ghosting, mm-hmm. right? You just kind of, bye, right? And I used to take it very personal. <laughs> um, but I think what it is, and, and I'm not saying that, you know, I haven't ghosted before because I have. Um, and the first time that I have ever gotten ghosted was like recently and I will never ghost anyone ever again because it sucks. Like it really sucks, you know, like being let on and then, you know, just the conversation stopping, like it sucks. Right. So, um, I I think my perception now in terms of dating apps and I haven't been on them, you know, for two months now, applaud for me right (laughs) um (laughs) and I think like I really took a deep dive into why I think 
you know, the art of ghosting is so normalized. And I really believe it's because we have so much at our palms of our hands. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? In terms of swiping. So if I'm like, oh, I'm really vibing with this guy. I really like him. We chat. And there is one little thing that he probably says or one little thing that I just noticed that I know that I don't like. I could easily replace it with someone else. So we're always looking to fill that void that we find in someone else. And that is so dangerous Mm -hmm. because at that point we'll be window shopping forever. Right. Um, Yeah. And so I think um, as of right now, and I mean, this could very well change in a couple months when we talk about it again, like I could be on a dating app again in a couple months, but I will say like for me right now with apps, I'm taking a break. Um, mainly because one, I feel like I have a lot of other things to figure out for myself um, in terms of, you know, what exactly I'm looking for. Um, But also I think just the culture around, you know, everyone being easily replaceable with a swipe. Mm -hmm. It, it doesn't sit well with me. Um, And that could just be because, you know, like I said, I'm not a very casual person. I've tried it a few times and it's just not for me. Like I, I, as an empath, I get really, I don't want to say the word attached, but I like really feel like if there's a connection, like, oh, you know, completely feel it. And that's really sacred to me. Like when I connect with someone. So So, let me ask you this. I know earlier you said something about intentions like you need to make sure you have your intentions for our listeners that are probably new to dating apps like what advice would you give them like what would you tell them like going into a dating app like what are like the top things to really like check in with yourself first before you know you swipe right on somebody yeah for sure so I think like okay so as a piece of advice from someone who is senior now seniored at dating (laughs) Um, or using apps anyway I think what I would recommend is like to always approach with intention even before you download the app so asking yourself why you want to do it and it is so important to do that and I only say this is because I had to sit with myself for a while when I was on again like off again of these apps and a lot of the times when I would sit and like contemplate if I want to download Tinder or Bumble or Hinge or whatever else is out there, I would literally sit there and I'd be like, okay, like why do I want to go back onto an app when I just deleted it a month ago or two months ago or two weeks ago? And a lot of the times it's like, I'm bored Mm -hmm. and it's so bad, but I will, shamelessly admit it right especially being in in a pandemic where we fall into this like thought hole of oh I'm not going to meet anyone because everything's closed and I can't go out like it is very tempting to want to be able to attempt to find something via apps right Um, but I think as long as you approach the process with why am I doing this Um, and you may very well have like like better intentions than I'm bored and you may actually want to meet someone and cool, go for it. I encourage it. Right. Um, The second thing 
about intentions for people who are new to dating apps. Um, I, so I'm a very straightforward person. Um, I off bat will be like, oh, so like, why are you on here? You know, and a lot of the times they're like, oh, you know, I'm just looking for affection. Had someone really say that to me once. Um, cool. Like, that's not for me. Um, or like, you know, some people will actually be like, oh, yeah, like I, I'm, we're in a pandemic and I'm just trying to like meet cool people and see where it goes. Like, cool. Um, but also be aware that like they are going to, or they may ask you that question back. So also understand that you are also, you know, able to set your intentions of why you're there. So like I've had people ask me, you know, like, why are you on this dating app? Or like what brings you here? And like, I'll tell them like, oh, like I'm really just trying to meet somebody because I haven't had any luck in real life, you know? Um, and some people will be like, cool. And some people will be like, yeah, no. Um, so yeah, I think it all starts with intention. just like with anything that we do in life. And um, yeah. Yeah, Love that. So for my listeners out there, definitely, you know, take what Antoinette said in consideration um, because you really want to make sure that like just with dating in general, right? Like it's, it's beyond dating apps. Like you really want to make sure that, you know, you know what your intention is and you know what you want. Set yourself up for if you don't get exactly what you're looking for that you don't turn that around as a negative thing onto yourself, you know? Um, so that's one thing to really keep in mind. The other question that I have for you, Antoinette, is have you heard of the five love languages? I have. I have. Um, <laughs> shit. Okay, so I have learned. That's a really good question. So I recently took this uh, this love language, like, testing. So it's like, like a 10-minute test that you take online, and it's a series of questions um, that you answer and it basically will break down the percentages mm-hmm. of, you know, how you communicate in terms of like love and relationships. Um, and I want to say like, for me, the, like all of them were pretty much equal. So there's five, right? So they're all like split across the board, except for, um, the one mm-hmm. about like gifting, but everything else was like, co- like was like even, <laughs> which was really surprising to me because I'm like, of, of course I would have, you know, basically yeah. all four out of five. But yeah, I have heard of them. I've How definitely you? taken the test, the test of like the twist. What what am I saying? Um, the test and I so spot on for me. Um, I actually took this test when I started dating um, my boyfriend, actually, like the beginning, we were just literally just talking at that point. Um, You know, we were at a friend's house of his um, and, you know, they were a married couple and they're like, you guys should take this test, like before you guys kind of like go deeper into your relationship. And for me, at first, I was just like, okay, sure, like, why not? Whatever. Like, a test is going to tell me who I am or what I want, right? Um, so I was very, like, hesitant um, about it. And then when I took it, and I was, like, shook because all of, like, in order, it's spot on exactly what matters to me. 
Um, so for those who have never taken the five love languages test, I encourage you, even married couples, um, take it. Like everyone should take it if you're single, if you're married, um, just to really learn about, you know, what it is that you're looking for. Or again, like those are probably going to, you know, that are on dating apps. Um, this is something that'll kind of help you with your intention, really knowing what you want. Um, if you can't put it out in words, this would be a great resource for you. Yeah. So, okay. So just for those of you who don't know or are familiar with the five uh, love languages. So there's basically five um, ways on how to speak to your partner um, and also how you like to communicate or right. be communicated with. Right. So the first one, and, and we'll just go through them. Uh, the first one is words of affirmation. Um, so this could be communicated as like giving encouragement, affirmations, appreciate active listening um and the actions would you know like for example would be like sending an unexpected note of like hey I appreciate you um or like random cards and just like love letters right of just like not professing love but just like kind affirming words towards a partner um do you remember which uh, order? I do. Um, I actually have it pulled up right now. <laughs> Was words of affirmation as my top second for you? One. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. The second one um, is physical touch. Uh, so pretty straightforward. So it's uh, the on, on how to communicate. It would be the nonverbal use of body language and touch to show love. So hugging, kissing. Um, cuddling, spooning, holding hands, all those things, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the third one is receiving gifts. This was the one that for me was like at the bottom, bottom of the list. Second to last for me. <laughs> um, and so this, you know, is is like thoughtfulness, making your your spouse a priority, giving gifts or doing um, like physical gestures expressing gratitude when you receive gifts as well um, or like gifting back um, and it's really funny um, like I, well I thought it was funny that when this came up as the last or the least for me like on my test result I thought it was funny because that totally matches my like my mentality <laughs> and was like how I approach things like I and this could be like a really good or bad tendency but usually when I want something mm-hmm. I just get it myself Right. So like for anyone who's like ever tried to buy my love, not that anyone has ever tried to buy my love, <laughs> um, but if anyone has ever tried to buy my, to buy my love, like it's not going to work. Sorry. <laughs> um, the fourth one is quality time. Uh, so um, it's defined as uninterrupted keyword, mm-hmm. uninterrupted. And focused conversations, so putting your phone down yep. is, like, a huge one for me, right? Uh, one-on-one time. Um, and this could be shown as, you know, creating special moments or dates, taking walks, and just doing small things together. Um, again, uninterrupted, with your phones down. I'm not saying, like, take your, like, boo to, like, a nice-ass dinner and, like, you're on Instagram the whole time or, like, playing among us on your phone with your boys you know like that's not quality time 
Um, cool. And then the fifth one is access surveys. So access service is defined as letting them know you are wanting to help uh, to lighten their load. Um, this could show up as like making breakfast or dinner, helping with laundry. Um, I can, can I say that for this, like, I really do like access service because it shows that like, whoever I'm dating or, or whatever the case is that they're just like, willing to compromise their own time to do like mm-hmm. something small for me, even though it doesn't benefit them. Even if it's like, like, I used to love it when my ex-boyfriend would be like, oh, I put gas in your car. Like before I even got up to go to work, he'd be like, I, oh, I put gas in your car. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> thanks, like, I don't know. I loved it. Um, so yeah. which one do you, or what was your top one? Is one? Quality time. I value time yeah. so much. And my like my reason for that is just because like it's something that you can't that you shouldn't take for granted, you know, like the time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because if you really think about it, like everybody in this world has an expiration. Everybody. Like at one point in time, mm-hmm. we're all gonna die. Like we're just gonna put it out there. And so for me, when I <laughs> like when someone is like you know, willing to spend time with me. And this goes far beyond just like my, like my relationships. I'm, I'm talking about like even friendships or even family, like quality time is so important to me that I feel like, I don't know, at least for me, you know, spending time with me and, and not being distracted. Like that's when I brought up a good point about not being on your phone. Like that is, a, that's like one of my biggest pet peeves. And we can talk about pet peeves another day, but that is one of them. Um, like I need your full undivided attention for what we're doing in this moment because it matters. Right. So that's kind of how I see it. Um, my second one would be words of affirmation. Right. Um, and then third acts of service, those two, I feel like they go neck and neck. I really wouldn't put one above the other really, just because I feel like, yeah, what you say matters, but your actions have to add up to that too. Right. You can't just say these things and then you're not doing them. You know what I mean? So for me, those two really go neck and neck. Um, so I wouldn't put, like I said, I wouldn't put those in any other order. Um, but what were your top three? My top three, it's funny because I, <laughs> I had to look at it. So, <clears throat> well, actually, it was weird on how it was split up because words of affirmation physical touch, quality time, acts of service mm, were even. I so I, yeah. So like they were all like neck and neck. And then the last one that was like way below was received. Okay. Care. So are you referring to the numbers? And for those who haven't taken the test, so once you get your results, they have it by numbers, right? Um, I, and now that I'm looking at mine, I just read my order, but in terms of what I said earlier about the words of affirmation, acts of service, they're right next to each other. So it totally makes sense now. Um, great call. And then what numbers were yours for your top three? Or all of them, actually? Um, no worries. Look at it. Um, in the meantime, I could definitely share mine and kind of where we're at and on the spectrum between one and ten. So for quality time, that was like, Number 10 for me, um, words of affirmation, number seven, um, acts of service, number six, receiving gifts, number five, and then two, physical touch. 
will be at the end. Um, and the great thing too is like once you guys do decide to take this quiz, again, I highly recommend it. It's going to break down why each one is like in the order that it's in. It's going to explain why quality time, what do you look for in that. Um, things that will be more on a negative side of that too. So like what I was explaining earlier, like not no distractions for quality time. Um, so yeah, definitely take the quiz. Um, I kind of want to re retake it. Um, mainly because it's I can't okay. You can retake it. Um, my thing too, because think about, I, I mean, your growth, right? Things could have possibly changed for you. Right. Um, I could say I would, I should probably take it again too. Kind of just see, you know, um, but I would recommend it. Definitely take it again. Um, and for those who want to take the quiz, um, when we do, uh, you'll find the link um, in the description later, but it is fivelovelanguages.com. Um, there is also a book that you guys can read, which will kind of dive even deeper into all of these things. Um, why five over many? Um, so definitely check it out. Yeah, definitely. I think um, I'll probably retake the quiz and then you can <laughs> recap on my on my results. Um, but out of curiosity, because you know me so well, um, what do you think my tops would be once I take the I... test again? Knowing that I've, you know, like you've, you have a pretty solid idea of kind of how I've shifted physically and spiritually and mentally. Sorry about that, you guys. I was getting a phone call. Um, my apologies. But um, so your top two, I guess for me, I would say your top two would be, um, I would say acts of service, um, quality time, physical touch, words of affirmation and then receiving gifts because as you said I you're like me in that regard too where like you can get it yourself like you know and 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 just to put this out there and this is for my ladies um one thing that I've learned um about at least with guys they want it has something to do with their self-esteem and this is more of a psychology thing that I've also read too that they want to like do things for you and buy things for you. They want to pay for dinner and knowing that you can't do it yourself, but I'm just going to put that out there because it needs to be said. It's been told to me plenty of times, you know, let him do that for you. Let him like, don't be that way. Like, you know, you can buy yourself. I'm sure he knows that just like, you know, so it's more of like a pride thing. So just for my ladies out there, for anyone in general, just kind of take that in consideration. Um, like, no, yeah, you can provide for yourself and that's amazing. But every so now, every so often, you know, you know, let your person do it too. <laughs> Did I get that right? <laughs> yeah. You're hitting me. Yeah, you're like hitting me to my core right now. Um, yeah, thanks. I'm. I, yeah, I it was told to, to me. Right. That's why, and I, and I feel like it's it's, <laughs> it's think, worth you know, sharing because yeah, we don't think about that. You don't know, like you know, especially if you're very like independent. You know what I mean? Like you you don't really take a second to think about that, and I think it's so important. 
Um, and maybe in the future episode, like we can do a, a battle of the sexes and even dive into this a little bit more in terms of like, you know, mm, what women look for and kind of, you know, and same with guys and kind of just where, where our minds are um, to find the silver lining because there are so many differences and um, they're definitely worth talking about. I believe that is all we have for you guys today. I know that was a lot. Again, this is our first episode. Like, please definitely come back. Come here. It's like, if you have, you know, any suggestions or things that you want to talk about um, or hear us talk about, like, definitely let us know. Um, follow us on Instagram at empathyandcoffee.podcast. Um, we hope to hear from you. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day. Again, this is quality time for us. Um, you taking time out of your day to just to listen to us talk. Um, <laughs> And we appreciate that. And we're super grateful. And we'll see you next time. Yes. Thank you so much. So much gratitude to be here, to be able to just talk and share. And, you know, hopefully some of the things that we talk about and have gone through, you know, can help you out someday. Um, So, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. And yeah. yeah, thanks.